Genesis chapter 2, verse 9. Uh, I, I hope God will help us tonight. Mm, our time is a little bit far spent, and uh, I'll try to end on time. Amen. I like, I like when there's when little time. Mm, amen. Because right, everybody will no longer complain. That will, speak, will take long. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So verse 9 says, And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden. Fanata. Amen. Say, And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is what? Pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Then I read uh, chapter 3, verse 24, after they've seen, said, So he drove out the man, that's verse 24, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden, cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, one of the things that God, God is protective of is, is life. As that's actually the thing that God protects. Amen. Um, there are so many things God can give. There are so many things that God has. So many things that if we begin to count them, we can't even number them. Amen. But there is one thing that is precious to him, and that is his life. God's life is precious. God's life is sacred. And God's life is eternal. Amen. God's life is what? It is eternal. Um, God himself is eternal life. Amen. Uh, what that means is that when you look at the life itself, that life has the ability to make and create other things. Yeah? Out of that, that life is a life-giving life. Amen. God's life is the most, this is the scarcest, does that word exist? Scarcest? Eh? Is this scarce? Wait, what's that? What's scarcest? Eh? Does it exist? 
Maybe I'm creating it today. <laughs> Amen. Is the scarcest. Uh, it's not going well. It's the scarcest thing, or is the most. Um, is the most hidden thing you can ever find in life. Amen. You can find many things. You can get many things. But one thing that you can't just get is God's life. God is in his life and he can't just give that life anyhow. Mm. If you can get God's life, you've gotten everything. In short, you've got, you, you, are, you are literally God. Because what makes God God is his life. Amen. Now, God is a great architect in the spirit. Eh? When I say great, he's a great planner. He's what? He's a great planner. Nothing was made to exist outside God's life. You know that? Right? Nothing was made to exist outside God's life. Uh, when God created the heavens and the earth, God's life was involved. Isn't it? God's life was involved because everything that had life, every single thing that had life, came out of the life God gave. Amen. Came out of the life God gave. Those life, they are also in different qualities. They are in what? They are in different qualities. Those life are in different qualities, and God Himself eh, is the source, the owner. However, out of everything that God made and created with His life, all of them, not one, have his life. Not one. Is this surprising? Because eh? you'll be wondering now, maybe it's God's, out of God's life that God created everything, right? It's out of God's life. God created, out of his life, he created stone. Isn't it? If not... You know, when Christ was saying that if you do not praise, say God would what? He will cause stones and they would, they would praise him. Why do you think a stone has the ability to praise God? The reason is because inside a stone is embedded the ability to. What's the ability? There is that tiny life that the stone have that can actually generate praise. Isn't it? If God wants praise from this mouse, God can get praise from it. Do you know why? It's because this mouse is made from a material that God made. Yeah? And every material that God made has God's life, life signature. And that's the reason why all of them 
can give praise to God. Stone can give praise to God. Eh? If we refuse to praise God, we just say, okay, let me generate praise from stone. And stone, they will. And they will give praise. You'll be surprised. You yourself, you'll be shocked. Stone. You yourself, you'll be like the angels that are crying, what is man? Because to them, man is of no capability of, or let's say, man has, does not have enough glory as they do. And they, knowing that they are, they are keeping God's life, they are thinking, what is man that thou art mindful of him? What, what is the son of man that thou visitest him? Amen. It's because there is a technology that God is creating. There is something that God wants to make out of his creation. Amen. The, the life of God is, how do I put it, is very commonly spoken of. Hmm? When you take God's life, ah, God's life, we can, okay, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his son to be God's son, for whosoever be God, you should not perish, but have everlasting life. And we all quote that, you get newborn again, uh, get believers, newborn believers, we get them born again. And then we talk about God's life. Once you get born again, you have life, you won't die again. Amen. Then everybody has a hope of heaven. And you won't die, you go to heaven, you live forever. Amen. But that's not really God's life. Our God's life is not even intended for that. That's not what God intended his life for. Amen. God's life has always been the promise from the beginning. There is nothing else God wants you to have apart from his life. There is nothing you are chasing. There is nothing I'm chasing. Hmm? It's a life. Life is the most sought commodity on earth. Not even on earth alone, in the whole universe, both in the heavens and on the earth. Angels till today they are still looking. God, show me your life. Which life do you want to give us today? They are, even though they have God's life, they still don't have God's life. They don't have it. And this life that is there that all of us we are looking at as if, you know, it's, it's a very, well, how do I put it? We are complacent. We, we just, we, we take the life for granted. Let me just put it that way. We take it for granted. Isn't it? In different and many ways, we take the life for granted. Amen. Amen. What God wants you to have is his life. God didn't want to give you anything else apart from his life. He didn't, there's nothing you are looking for. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. What your soul is designed to carry is life. There's a reason why God designed it that way. The soul, eh? God is a, is a beautiful architect in the spirit. Hmm? The, the only wise God, thank God for his wisdom, said the only wise God. What does it mean that he's the only wise God? Eh? <laughs> he says the only wise God. That means if you want to talk of wisdom, the only wisdom you will find is God. 
said the only wise God is because he's wise that we can see different form, every form of wisdom that exists eh, came from him. Eh? Even Satan took his wisdom from him. Just that after eh, he sinned, he corrupted his wisdom. Hmm? There is nothing that is wise without God. That is why nobody can even, even claim wisdom. Eh? Even the natural one that we are using eh? here is perverted, but it came from him. Satan just turned it. And when he's even turning it, he doesn't turn it in such a way that you can easily just say, Oh, no, no, no. This is different from God's life. The way he designed it, he made it so, so close. It's not, the, you know, it's not it too. But he made it so close that it is enough to tempt the soul. Or it is, enough, it is enough for the soul to believe it's a life. Amen. God creates a container called soul to contain life. Amen. Praise God. What is soul? So when God created a living soul, God created something that has the capability of containing God's life. Yes, what? The capability of containing God's life. Soul. Soul, soul. When God was creating a living soul, God was thinking of the tree. Hmm? He said that in chapter 2, hmm, verse 9, said, And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also. Eh? He says what? The tree of life also. Because the tree of life is the tree that contains every life inside God. Hmm? Isn't it? It's the tree that contains every life inside God. Which means there is nothing that is God that is not inside that tree. Amen. Then all meet all then. There is nothing that is God Eh? That is not inside that tree. All things God is that tree. So there's a reason why they call it the tree of life. Why? Because it's a life-giving tree. All of that tree in the garden had life. Eh? The reason why, how you can tell they have life is you see, they have the ability to also produce fruit. Mm-hmm. Hmm? So we called every tree, every fruit-bearing tree, whose seed is in itself. Then that seed will continue to give birth to another, that same tree created. That is, an, that is a life operation. Without life, you can't do that. Why? Before... If anything will reproduce, you know, there's, a, there's a way to say, oh, my mother that gave life to me, 
No, you, you don't want to. It's your mother that gave birth to you. <laughs> No, there's a desert thing we used to say, oh, thank God for my mother for giving life to me. No, it's not, it's not your mother that gave life to you. Your mother gave birth to you. Life is embedded yeah, in God's program that is inside man. Does that make sense? Why? Because there is a seed inside a man and a woman that come together to produce a seed. That's, that's, what you, that's, how you, that's life operation at work. So man also had life in him. That's why he can reproduce. Anything that does not have life can't reproduce. Isn't it? Yeah. If they don't have life, there's a, there's a there's life life. You know stone can't reproduce. But still they have some form of life but they still can't reproduce. Those ones are a low, very lower life. Mm? When you begin to get to more active life, and you know, you, you see reproduction. Anywhere you see production, you see you see um, what God said: be fruitful and multiply. Eh? No, God gave that commandment to Adam and Eve. But we see the result, even in animals, fish, trees, trees producing fruit. What makes a tree to produce fruit is the seed. Isn't it? Now, fenoil, anything that will then reproduce must have seed. Isn't it? If anything must reproduce, it must have seed. Because without seed, you can't reproduce. That's why a stone can't reproduce itself. Eh? But a man can. Trees can. If you go into a tree, you bear fruit. What's inside the fruit is seed. You plant the seed, the tree grows. Amen. So all of that trees in the garden, they have life to some form. They are alive, they produce life. But the tree of life is different. The tree of life is not just a tree. Eh? The tree of life is actually carrying life. It's not just an ordinary tree. It's not just there to decorate the garden. Because there's a promise on that tree that is intended for man. And when you get to the tree, then you begin to interact with the tree to get the life inside the tree. Amen. Amen. So the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, and that is it which compasseth the whole land of Avila, where there is gold. And the gold of the land is good. There is delium and the oink stone, and the name of the second river is Gihon, and the same is it that compasseth the old land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Edekel, that is it which goeth towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. 
And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. Then he may, then I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he, he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle and of the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was no found and help meet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs, and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the ribs which the Lord God, take, God had taken from man made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bone, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Now the serpent was more subtle than any of the beasts of the field, which the Lord God made. And he said unto the woman, Ye had God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the, but we know that is not true. Right. If you go to chapter 2, verse 7, verse 16. I say, and the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely. Say, so thou mayest eat freely. That, that includes the tree of life. Hmm? You may eat freely. But it wasn't really free to eat of the tree of life. It wasn't really free. Why? Because... Though is free, he needed what? Patience to take the life that is on that tree. The reason why patience is needed is because, see that life, as I've been saying, that life is not ordinary. That is God's life. That is what? God's life. God's life. If it's God's life, it will take God. Eh? You have to have what is God. To take that life. If you don't have what is God. You can't take the life. And the reason is because. If you take it. Sorry. If you try to take it without God's life. You will corrupt his life. And God is very protective of that life. You can't, you can't come near my life. And just corrupt it like that. Why? You need to be proved. That's one of the reasons why they need to keep Adam away from the tree. You have to wait for a month before you can eat the first one in itself. Wait for a month. You're in the garden, eat everything else. This one, you can eat it too. But you can't eat it unless the fruit grows. Right? You can't eat unless the fruit grows. And what we grow the fruit eh, is a relationship between the tree and the man. Well, God would not have to come and then begin to preach the tree, begin to preach the tree to him so that he can go and eat of the life. See that patience. Eh? One of the properties of patience, that God, the reason why that patience is there 
is God made a living soul. Right? God made what? A living soul. Hmm? I'm explaining the architect. He made a what? A living soul. If it's not a living soul that can live, it can't take that life. Do you know that angels till today, eh, they can't take God's life like a living soul. They can't. They have to wait for a living soul because life is not for them. They don't have the the design to take God's life. What God gave them as life in the beginning is the life they have. That doesn't mean they don't want to learn. They desire to learn more, to know more. They, they, they themselves, they know this God. This God that we are worshipping is, is more than we think. But they can't find him. Hmm? They can't what? They can't find him. One of the hardest things to find in life is God's life. You can't, because you're an angel doesn't mean you can find the life. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Come to think of a living soul. Because you're what? An angel doesn't mean you... An angel, eh? angel Michael, is still looking for God's life. The reason being that God has designed that life in such a way that it's only a living soul that can take it. Hmm? God had you and I in mind when he was making everything. He made angels. He made the earth. Now I said, no, I will make man in our own likeness and image. Why? Because I want to give my life to man. Hmm? The, the real, the, what Satan did is to create a different life to mimic that one. So, can't take anything that does not have the ability to give life. It won't take it. The reason being that the soul is designed to be a living soul. Hmm? Amen. It's designed to be a what? A living soul. And I'll quickly read chapter 2 just to explain it. Genesis chapter 2 says, and or from verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breath into his nostril the breath of life and man became a living soul. Man became thank God. No living soul came from breath. Right? Living soul came from which means if living soul came from breath, living soul must live by breath. He must what? He must live by breath. And God's breath is life. You know God's breath is spirit. And the spirit giveth life. Yeah? So when God is breathing, what God is giving you is life. When you begin to access God's breath, What you are taking is life. Amen. Amen. 
And I like the way you know it says breath. So you know, breath, breath is a is a face thing, yeah. right? Breath is it comes from nose. It's nose you used to breathe. And just like we're explaining God's mouth and His voice walking in the garden, they are all everything. They are all face features. Everything that will give God to you is is face material. It has to be face property. If it's not face, it's not life. Hmm? It could be life, but it's not the re- it's not the true life. It's not the what? True life. It's not the true life. And Satan is very interesting. Hmm? The moment he killed man, ah, you're not dead fully. What can I do? Then that's that's when he learned the living soul wisdom. Do you know how long it will take to kill the soul? Hmm? It has to take eternity. Hmm? It takes eternity to fill the soul. It takes what? Eternity to fill the soul. It takes eternity to fill the soul. And that is why nothing you look for on earth will ever satisfy. Because they don't have eternal properties. Nothing. Nothing you look for will ever satisfy. Because God didn't design satisfaction eh, in the the natural life. God never made provision for Adam in in the natural. Everything God gave Adam is spirit. Adam's provision is spiritual. Breath. Eh? Breath. Breath. That's what God gave Adam. He gave him breath. And the man became a living soul. Man became a living soul. A living soul can live for eternity. Hmm? A living soul can live for eternity. Even though a living soul can live for eternity, but a living soul can last eternity if it doesn't have eternal life. Mm-hmm. That's it. It can't last eternity if it doesn't have eternal life. So, Maha, eh, God's plan in the beginning is to begin to now give eternal life to Adam gradually. Gradually. Why? The soul. Say living soul. Living soul is a soul is, let me put, is a, is a, is a kind of material property made whose fabric hmm, stretches Living soul what? Living soul can stretch and it can also contract. That's living soul. Living soul is fluid. Why? Soul expand. Mm-hmm. That is spiritual physics. Soul what? Expand and contract. Now, a living soul, eh? when you say contract, means 
if, for it to contract, you have to take away what is making it expand. Right? You have to take away what is making it expand. If you can take away that thing that expands the soul, then the soul will have no growing, no, uh, no growing, what is that word? The soul will have no growing potential. Mm-hmm. The soul won't grow. So what fills the soul to grow the soul is life. And that provision was in the tree of life. Amen. What the tree of life is keeping is immortality. Eh? All other tree in the garden had life, but they don't, have, they don't have immortality. They don't. Immortality is eternal life. Eh? You can't find immortality outside eternal life. Hmm? See that tree, what is keeping is what? Immortality. That immortality is what the soul ought to inherit. Then what happened? Satan sold a lie to Adam and Eve. And they, they bought it. The moment they bought it, they inherited a different life. What that life was designed for, eh? not designed for, is the ability to, that life has the ability to stop the soul. So what did it do? It, the, first, the, first, the first thing it did is go straight to the operating system. Shut up, shut up the life. The, 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 turn off the light. Finish. Amen. No man is spirit, soul, body. The spirit is what feeds the soul. Amen. So the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of the belly. Eh? Because if the soul would interact with the spiritual, eh? it needs the spirit. Now, God doesn't communicate with anything else but the spirit. So God communicates with the spirit of a man, the light. So if, if God wants to find, there are different compartments in the soul. Eh? What God uses to find every part, in what part of the belly is the light. And that light is the spirit. So the spirit of man is the candle of the law. Which means without the spirit, the soul has limitation to access spirit. Hmm? I know I'm saying this. Hopefully I'll round up quickly. As the limitations, if, if you can take away the spirit, you can stop the soul from accessing a, a spiritual life. Let me put it that way. Why? Because what Satan actually sold to Adam is also a life. It's just not eternal life. It's a life that has the, it's the opposite. He has the ability to kill. No eternal life can't die. Hmm? Eternal life means is a is a self-sustaining life. Eh? Is a self-sustaining life. Hmm? I don't know if I'm painting the picture well, because the life God's life. Eh? Hmm. God's life. 
is not how do I put it? No, God's, God's life is not it's not close to anything we call life in the natural. I'm looking for what to explain that I can't find. Yeah? God's life is not close to anything you can find in the natural. Anything that can explain life in the natural, you can't, you, you, you can't, you can't come near God's life. The true life. So God's, or God's life, actual life, God hid it, kept it in the tree, and told Adam, Adam, let's be talking. I'll talk to you. You would learn of me. When you learn of me, that fruit on the tree can grow. Then you can go and eat it. It's free. No restriction. Go eat it. But you can't go and eat a tree unless the fruit grows, right? So go eat. They have to wait. What happened? There's a transaction that has to take place between God and Adam to give him the capability to take the life. So everything Adam was learning is the capability of life. It needs to be capable mm. of taking God's life. Mm. God has not changed his mind. God still wants to give you that life. Mm. God wants to give me that life. That life is the only reason why you are alive. Meaning, the reason why God has not taken you now, mm, as a born-again Christian, is because God wants to give you that life. God wants to give me that life. Amen. Amen. Because that life is the true life. Mm. Hmm? Is the true life of the beginning. So Satan sowed a lie, gave Adam uh, a different life to learn. Then what happens? That life now begins to raise men. That life begins to what? Raise men. What is it doing? Went straight to the life, killed the ability to, to go back to God, and then begins to train him. How to live. How to live. However, how to live that he was training him is a lie. Is a what? Is a lie. God didn't, God didn't want man to be subject to the natural. So what, what the lie began to teach Adam eh, and or men since that time is how to rely on on the natural. How to what? Rely on the natural. And the more men depend on the natural, what happens? The more they kill the life in the soul. Why? Because the life in the soul is not meant to depend on the natural. The life in the soul was a, is a spiritual life. If it's not spirit, you can't, you can't give it life. So what Satan is doing to you and I it's lying to us that what we have is life, yes, but sir. it's not. It's actually it's death. Not. It's so every time we wake up, it tells us the life you are living, you're about to go to work now. That's your life. Oh. Hmm? Don't worry. Do good things in life. You know what? You know you don't have too much money. I'll be looking for money. You'll find it. But by the time you find money, you find a good life. Eh? You know, most of, most of us, we attribute good life to money. Hmm. No, right? Yes, sir. When people are talking about, I want to have a good life. Somewhere, there's money involved. <laughs> it's true. 
There's money involved. Because when you are think, when you are sitting at home and you are thinking about the good life, you, know, you think of going to Bahamas, you know, in vacation Barbados, and then when you think of that, then you think of, hmm, you know, nice ice on the beach. I need, you know, just sipping pineapple. You know those, you know those cup, you know those cup that they put there. Hmm? And I'm not saying that those life, eh? it's not even a life. Sorry, I don't. I'm not saying those experiences. Eh? It's an experience. It's not life. <laughs> That's just it. Those experiences, they are, they are, they are sweet, right? Because the soul likes it too. Anything the soul will take, to some degree, there must be pleasure. Yes, so, the, sure. so things, the things generate pleasure. Mm-hmm. Hmm? You know, God's life is pleasurable. Yes, sir. You, know, you know, it's pleasurable. Yes, sir. Why? Because every single thing you can find. Eh? Do you know that? You can take God's life alone. Amen. You can take God's life alone and source, source, what, uh, what's it called? be sustained by just that alone. You won't need anything else. You won't need uh, some music to have a sense of good life. You, won't, you can literally just take God's life, isolate everything else, and you'll be okay. And you'll just be okay. You'll be okay eternally. There is a pleasure in God's life enough to sustain you. Why? If there is none, they won't say, in thy presence there is fullness of joy. On thy right hand there are pleasures. Now, they didn't just say pleasures. Eh? There are pleasures. In thy right hand there are pleasures. There are pleasures forevermore. There are what? There are pleasures forevermore. The life of God is pleasurable. It is actually the real pleasure intended for the soul. Hmm? That is the real pleasure intended for the soul. Everything where we are, everything else that we are looking for that we are calling pleasure today, is just, it's just a lie. It's a lie. It's not. It's not life. It's not pleasure because you can attribute life to pleasure. Hmm? It's not life. It's not pleasure. It's a lie. But the lie is sweet. Mm? It's sweet. Satan didn't sell something that is not interesting to you. He sold what is good for food. Eh? And pleasant to the side. Mm? It's pleasant to the eyes. Which is why everything, everything you will love must be pleasant to the in short, the order of life here is make it pleasant to the side. Am I lying? Every time you are watching an advert on the TV, what are they trying to do? They want to make the thing pleasant to you. They want to make it pleasant to you. And then after a while, you start thinking about it. When you are thinking about what they are, what they are selling, you start remembering the advert. That person just... Or maybe... You know, what, which that one is Leon's? Is that Leon's team? Hmm? You know, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, the, the, the man was sitting and then, oh, where did you get that? Leon's. There is something she's selling. You or she's selling. They, not, they just rub the bed. Uh, where did you get that? Oh, Leon's. Is that what? No, do you mean Leon's? No, Leon's. Each time you hear that, do you know that you'll be thinking Leon's all the time? <laughs> 
Why you want to think of buying a bed or money? The first thing you remember the advert. Why? It's because they are selling something to the soul. Is they, they want to sell beauty to the soul. Hmm? Beauty don't just come by seeing with your naked side. No. How beauty comes is from inside. Beauty is an inward property of the soul. You notice something you will consider beautiful. Someone else will look. What's that? Ugly. Why? Because you are not looking at it with the same side. Yeah? You must, you, someone must have grown sight for something. Everything you love, you grow sight for it. You must have grown sight for something. That thing that you might, say, you might not know how deep you've grown sight for things. Eh? Because each time you are thinking of the thing, you are thinking of pleasure. Hmm? I don't want to take my time on. I think time has gone. Eh? I'll round up. Amen. You're thinking of what? Pleasure. You are thinking of the thing you love. The moment you are thinking about what you love, you're not just seeing the thing itself. Do you know that you go deeper than that? Hmm? What you really see in things you look at is the pleasure inside. The, the soul doesn't look... Eh? When I look at... When you're looking at maybe a car, and then you are looking at... Oh, beautiful. There's, there's something about the soul that... Each soul is different now. Mm-hmm. Eh? The beauty inside a car to a soul is, might be different. Some, they just like the old nature. What they like about the car that is so awesome is that it's vintage. Finish. And to them, that's the, all, the most beautiful car on earth. But to someone of this age, you'll be looking at this kind. No, now, when we have Nissan Murano 2019, what's this one? Hmm? Do you know why cars? Do you know? Do you know the reason why cars change? Hey. <laughs> do you really know why? Eh? The reason why every car, every year they release something is because of souls. Yes, sir. Why? Every year they're already planning. What are we going to do to make this pleasing to sight and good for food? Hmm. But well, that good for food is good for consumption, yes, which means people must come and buy, mm-hmm. right? So if you get to a car dealership today and you look at, you are looking at, what, what, what are you looking for? There's something that soul wants to, it must click, let it click. Once the soul see what he's looking for, ah, that's it, okay, okay, I like that. Okay, does he have this? Yeah, oh, awesome. Does he have that? Yes, yeah, okay, okay. Alloy rims, yes. Okay, sunroof. Not all those features is so. Hey. It's so. Hmm? Does he have does he have a reverse camera? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's so. The soul is seeing the, the the pleasure in there because all those things that the soul is looking for will, re, will give pleasure to the soul somehow. And after you buy the car finish, and then you after you just drive it for a week, you've exhausted all the all the pleasure inside. Finish. A week is even too much. Hmm? Why? Because by the time, like I said, the soul is an eternal property. A car is natural. It does not, the lifespan of a car is, is too short. Eh? It's, even, it's measured by time and space. 
and distance. That's the is very low. It's measured by time, space, and distance. Why? Because the car has to exist for a long time. You drive it over certain kilometers. After a while, the lifespan is gone. That's the lifespan of a car. The lifespan of anything natural is slower than the life of the soul. That is why when you give it to the soul, eh, you are actually constraining the soul to a what? To a limited life. And that's how you kill it. And to you, you think you are enjoying it. And that's it. All those life is not what is designed for us. What is designed for the soul is eternal life. Eternal life is the life that was designed, originally designed for the soul. The reason what God was looking at when he made the soul was eternal life. Well, you can't just take this life. I need to make you wait. So let's make a living soul. A soul that, a life that can expand. Amen. And as it's it expanding, what happens? It's inheriting God's properties. Because it's taking God's life. God's life is limitless. God's life is eternal. Eh? So you need a what? An eternal property, an eternal being or property to keep God's life. Amen. And that's why the soul is it. The soul is an eternal property. Hmm? Is, is what? An eternal property. So that will show me the part of life. In their present, there is fullness of joy. On the right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Pleasures enough for you and I to live by. Pleasures for you and I to be sustained. Hmm? Amen. Psalm 23. I'll round up soon. Psalm 23. Say, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He restored what? My soul. Then he leadeth me. This is how he restored the soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Hmm? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me. In the presence of my enemies, say, Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. See, everything they are actually talking about here is soul. Hmm? One of the th- what makes scripture hmm, sweet is when you begin to read it with the eye, knowing that this scriptures is meant for soul. Hmm? So the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. See, what this scripture is designing is the soul life. It's designing soul and the life for it. So the Lord is my shepherd. Because he's what? He's shepherd. You know what a shepherd does? He, he, he tends to flocks. He will feed them, make sure they are well fed. Eh? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You want to want because the, the soul yes, is wanting. Yes, sir. 
when there is lack of life, there is a want. That is why many of us, we are just looking for wanting or the other. To what? To answer to the soul. Many will look, okay, maybe this, maybe this, maybe this job will satisfy. Or maybe this, this new, if I, if I get a, a new, a new car, maybe I'll be okay. Eh? Or maybe, let me, if I get a new phone, maybe I'll be fine. And those things are literally two things about, you know, they have, they have weight. Hmm? Said, I shall not want. Because the soul is not designed eh, to be empty. It's designed to be full. Something has to fill it. Amen. Something has to fill it. Then how do you fill the soul? Say, it makes me to lie down in green pastures. It leads me beside the still waters. You know, each time you hear water, you hear you see, what, what comes out is life. It leads me beside still water. See, this still water has the ability to give life. But, you know, every water is itself is actually, they have different quality of life. You know, still water is not the moving water. This still water is different from the water that is flowing from the throne and of the Lamb. Hmm? The life flowing out of the throne and of the Lamb is actually the original life. Eh? So that water carries the original life that is inside God. It's the same life that is inside the tree of life. Right? So that same life that is inside the tree of life that God kept there for Adam is what was also flowing out of the water. But this still water is a, is, is a tide eh, that speaks of that one. Okay. So when we, when we begin to... All this is just talking about our journey. When we begin to journey in, in God... That's when we begin to encounter still waters. That's when he began to come near pastures. Hmm? When you come near pastures, then he, lead, he will not lead you beside still water. Then what happens? Then he now begins to restore your soul. The reason why they need to restore the soul is because it's, still, it's gone. What restoration of the soul means is actually giving life to the soul. Hmm? Our soul is far gone and it had no life. Because the more, the more we subject our life to the natural, the more we are losing life. So they take life away by subjecting you to the natural. The natural is designed to take life because you are constraining the spiritual life. No, no, you can't. Something eternal. You want to make it stop at an instant. No one say eternal. It's also it's moving. It's moving. Once something moving to just stop. You constrict it into time, space, and distance. Something that is flowing, something that is actually not bound by space and time. You constrict it to space and time. That's what we do each time we con- we con- we 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 put God's. We we try to feed the soul with the natural. You are t- you are actually taking a moving, fast-moving property to stop at an instant. And that's what we are doing in the spirit. And what we are doing is we are actually killing the soul. That's how we are killing it. And each time, and, and the funny thing is, Satan has sold a life to the soul that will continually make the soul think of killing himself. 
It's as simple as that. Wow. Why? Because whatever you, you know, it's like a, a drug addict. Yeah. You just give it something over time, then it, be, it, now, it now begin to depend on it. That's what Satan did to the soul. Then over time, began to kill it, train its life, make him addicted to the life eh? called lost, ungodliness and what worldly lost. So worldly lost is what Satan designed hmm? for the soul to kill it, because he wants the soul to depend on worldly lost. And as we are depending on that, each time we give eh, our soul to that thing, now that doesn't mean. You can't have good thing in life. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy life in the natural. No. But there's something in the soul that wants, that wants pleasure. And each time you give it, you are killing the soul. Because you are making the soul depend more on it. How you stop the soul from depending on it is you take it away. You see, it, and you know, you know, what, you know what, what happens? When you begin to take away the, the, the dependency, then the soul begins to react. Mm-hmm. Not the same way an addict will begin to react. When you exactly. remove, okay, you know what, you, you want cocaine? Yes, I want, please give me. Even though, say, you know what, I want, I'm going to the, what, where do they go? Rehabilitation center. I don't want to depend on cocaine again. Okay, no problem. You know what, when we begin to take, you see, there's what we call withdrawal sign. Then what happens, symptoms, then things begin to happen to you. Eh? Now, see, they will be what? They will feel worse of, of themselves for the longest time They're not, until the thing is out of their system. When it's out, then they know, ah, we are free. It doesn't mean that they cannot go back to it. Yes, eh? That's the same way we are when we are joining in the spirit. We are addicts to life. Hey. When I say life, we are addicts to the natural life. Yes, we are depending on it for life. The life Satan sold to us is to depend on that life that kills for life. So we we think we are gaining life, but what we are do, what is happening to us is we are actually dying, and we are loving it. We are loving it. So Satan sold. You know, I don't know how. I don't. That guy is wicked. Eh? He was able to sell something, deceive the soul, take it, eh? love it. You will live. And we start taking it. We depend on it. And then, when it's now time to, re- to remove it, it's hard. Then, you know, I can add it. Take, remove life from you. No, I won't, I won't take this life today. Then you know what happens? The body will begin to demand for it. The body will begin to demand for it. Take it. You, if you don't take it, you will die. That's what he's telling the soul. If you don't take it, you will die. You. That's why most people, are, what they are, withdraw, ah, they'll go back, take, then they'll feel all right. It's the same deception. No, the same deception is made manifest in everything we see. Yeah. Hmm? They will depend on it. We depend on it. Ah, I must have it. If I don't have it, it's a pro- ah, I must have it. The helplessness, go back. Ah, God, forgive me. You need to continue denying it. Hmm? You deny it until it is out of the system. When it's out of the system, eh, they will not begin to journey to life. If that thing is not out of the system, it will continue to delay our journey in life. And when we are journeying, that doesn't mean we can't still go back. That's why we must take it. Let's everyone that stand there take it less before. before. Hmm? So after I have, no, praise God, I must have put my body into subjection. Let's after I preach the gospel, 
I'm, so, I'm become a castaway. Amen. Now, that thing that Satan doesn't want for us is to actually go back to God and take God's life. God's life is what God wants you to have. Eternal life is his life. He wants you to have it. And he's want, he wants to give it freely. Amen. And I'll read John 10 to finish. John chapter 10. And it says, let me read from verse, uh, from verse 2, actually. I know I'm going to verse 10, but 2 is a, it's a bit long. Okay, so, but he that entered in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter opened and the sheep hear his voice. And he called let his own sheep by his name and leaded them out. And when he put forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were, which he spake unto them. And said, then said Jesus unto them again, Verily I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me, are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Amen. That they may have his what? What? Abundantly. More abundant. I, see, I have come that they might have. This is the initial quickening a man has when he begins to come to learning God. No men don't actually have life without knowledge. There's no life without knowledge. Now, life is hidden in knowledge. What knowledge gives? Is life because knowledge is the way to live. Hmm? What knowledge give is what to live. When we become born again, we've not started learning knowledge. In short, we've not actually started taking life. Hmm? At that time, we've not started life. When we begin to access life, is when we begin to access wisdom. Then we begin to access life. See life abundantly. Hmm? Is a life after life. Life abundantly means that you begin to come into measures of life, but on to eternal life. So I've come that you might have life, wisdom, access into knowledge, in the knowledge of Him. Then when you begin to move further, then you come into abundant life. Abundant life is a life reserved in Christ. Only Christ can give eternal life. Only Christ can give eternal life because Christ is eternal life. Christ is the way God broke down eternal life. Hmm? 
God broke the entire life into Christ. Christ into many bread. We be many are one. Hmm? And then it's called bread of life. Then you begin to give you bread of life to eat. And as you are partaking of it, you are eating life gradually. Gradually. Then you come into more life. More life. More life. And then you move into eternal life. You enter eternal life when you've actually finished eating all the lives. Hmm? Eternal life is a whole. But life is given in measure. Then we take more life, more life until we come into eternal life. What I just want us to see tonight before, uh, as I close is, eternal life is the very life eh, inside God that God wants you to have. Mm? It is the, is the actual life that the soul was meant to enter. Mm? Adam needed to receive life and more life and then enter into God. Receive eternal life and become God. No? And that's the reason why Satan was able to lie to him. So you know, you know that the moment you eat, you will become as God, knowing good and evil. He sold God to him. He didn't sell anything but what? God. Ah, I want to be God. And that ambition was in Satan too. Everything Satan preached was the life inside the knowledge of good and evil. Tree. That tree, there's a life there. That life there was inside Satan. And that's what he preached to him. But that's not what God intended. God wants, see, God, the creator of the universe, he wants you to have him inside you. And that's what he wants us to have. I just want to encourage us tonight to continue learning eternal life. Yes, sir. And learn, because eternal life comes with what? Knowledge. And the more we come into knowledge, the more we come into life. Into life. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Does anybody have any question tonight? No question? Let's just begin to thank God tonight. Then, Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you for your word tonight. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you, Father, for tonight. Thank you for your word. Let's just begin to pray tonight. For the grace to begin to see life. One of the things that Satan has done is to blind our sight from seeing life. How he did that is he designed a life that our heart is focused on. Can we pray tonight that every life, every gaze that we are looking at, that is taking our gaze away from eternal life, that ever will begin to repair such sight and remove such gaze in the mighty name of Jesus, that we will not put our heart on ungodliness and worldly lust in the name of Jesus. Let's just begin to pray that heaven will begin to open our eyes even into the things pertaining to life. That the life that Christ has come to give us, that will begin to come into life. 
Even more life, more life, more life. In the name of Jesus. Embrayaza, 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 Empayeto, Fanaya, thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. We're going to pray lastly again. Uh, there are things, because there are things warring with life inside us. Satan does not want us to continue to pant after life. We're going to pray for grace tonight. That grace to be washed, because it is washing that we need. That God will begin to sprinkle his water of life upon our heart. That will begin to come into washings. Washing of the water by, by the word. That will begin to come into washing in the spirit. That will begin to cleanse every ungodliness and every worldly loss away from our heart. That will come into cleansings, into life. And life abundantly. Maseta. Oh, sprinkling that will begin to sprinkle waters upon our hearts. We want to come into the knowledge of truth. Emprasalia, Emprasolia, Empayemanote, Emblage, Emblogaya, Emblagesta, Emprasetemenemonos, and Demastia. Grace for life. We come into that will be washed. Washings. We come into washings. We come into washings. Washings by the word. In the name of Jesus. Grace. Grace. Grace, grace for life. Men say in our center. Thank you, Father. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for how you've encouraged our heart even to continue after righteousness. You want to pant after your life. Father, we say be there as the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we pray tonight for the grace to begin to see your life, yes. even differently as we've been seeing it. Yes. That the sight to see into the true life Amen. that you will give to our heart in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our heart needs to see it. We need to see the beauty in your life. But we ask that grace to begin to see the beauty of eternal life that you begin to give to our heart in the name of Jesus. Father, we are looking because the life is undesirable. Father, we ask for grace to begin to desire your life. Father, the desire to begin to desire your life, you will give to us in the mighty name of Jesus. But let grace abound because pleasure comes with desire. Father, we ask, Lord, that you begin to paint the picture of the pleasure of your life in our heart in the name of Jesus. Let us begin to come into dealings that begin to unveil the beauty of your life to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Make your life beautiful. 
Father, minister your life to us. Because as we begin to come into the teachings of your life, the life becomes beautiful and desirable. Father, we ask that the word of life, that you begin to minister to us in the mighty name of Jesus. And let our hearts begin to align with the word of righteousness. That we love your life as our life in the mighty name of Jesus. You give us grace to deny ungodliness if what is lost. That we may live soberly and peacefully even in this present world in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for that because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the 